Are there secrets to getting someone's attention with the intent of being able to influence them to a decision? 100%. In fact, we don't have to go very far to be able to see real life examples of this in your life, in my life, and in the life of people around us. Let's get into this subject because this one is going to make a difference for a lot of you guys. This is Don't Fear Grit with Rob Taormina. Marketing strategies and advertising technologies to help you build a better business. All right, so getting someone's attention. I mean, we've all tried different things. And even if you sort of look in your own life and you look back, whether it be you were in school or at, you're at home or you're at work or it's trying to impress that girl or guy, right? We've all tried different things in order to be able to stand out and to get this particular person's attention. Now, did it work all the time? Probably not. But over the course of your life, you figured out things that have worked better than others and you tend to stick to those things that have yielded a high rate of success. So in life, as you get older, though, the ability to get people's attention becomes a really great asset. And those that get really good at it early on and those that perfect it for a long period of time, when you look around, maybe at your colleagues, you see that what is in common of those that are successful and those that are struggling to yet reach the pinnacle of success are the people that are able to influence the people around them, the people that are able to really grab the attention of those, right? Let's think about you work at a very uh, a specific institution, right? And there's a couple different people up for a possible promotion. Well, what's the one thing that enables one person to get that promotion over another when the candidates involved all are equal candidates as far as their experience, as far as the work that they yield and the results that they get. Well, what's the differentiator? They're able to get the attention of the person who's making that, that decision, and thus they're able to sort of climb the corporate ladder. Now, you yourself might be thinking, and maybe this is you, right? That's so unfair. That happened to me. That was so unfair. Well, is it really? Is it really unfair if you have two equal candidates as far as resume is concerned, but they were able to just get the leg up over you because they knew the trick to be able to get the attention of that individual? Well, that's what we're talking about here, and hopefully the next time now you're in this situation, you'll be that person who gets the promotion. Think about also, you know, you're out with your friends and you've got, or you are someone that, that, that you were at school with or at work, right? And it's the girl, the girl that you've that you've really have this crush on and how do you get the attention of this individual and putting aside all the other things the world says are the reasons um, that, you know, the guy gets the girl. Well, there's another reason out there. And I remember watching um, a, a movie um, and in this particular movie, you guys can probably fi figure out what, what it is. And the person analyzes the situation and decides to get the attention of a girl the in uh, an uncharacteristic way and is largely successful even though his friends were saying you don't have a chance well he uses some of these tips and tricks that we're going to be discussing today and it's not to deceive or manipulate it's simply actually to give yourself a better chance of success by injecting some confidence into your life and into the situation and into the conversation, and you will be able to get appropriate attention. And 
you know what, in today's, especially in today's sort of economy, and I'm not even just talking about economics um, as far as a, a means of measuring um, uh, you know, economic success necessarily. But in today's economy, we are definitely in a sort of attention economy, right? And in this attention economy is what what what's winning out, especially in the age of now we've got social media and so many things competing for our attention. How on earth now as a business do you compete in a very crowded room? Well, all of these things that we're going to be discussing today are going to be things that you can apply to your personal life and to your corporate life because they all have this one thing in common is trying to get the attention of the people around us to be able to ultimately at some point in time influence them to a decision. And that decision could be maybe to also like you, that decision could be to purchase your product, right? And so that's what we're going to be talking today. So um, first, I don't know if, by the way, I just I just kicked another mic that I have on the floor, and I apologize if your ears just rang. I did not mean to do that. I, I think I forgot to actually turn that microphone off because we just had someone in the studio, and we were just interviewing someone. Um, but um, so here's – let's first outline some of the things that, that are commonly used as techniques for getting people's attention, some of the more obvious ones. One, you can hit up all the senses, right? And one of them is smell. So one thing that people do in order to get the attention of others is scent, perfumes and colognes. And what some people will intentionally do, they will brand themselves and associate themselves with a specific smell. Sounds ridiculous, but it's true and it does in fact work. If you can associate a smell with a very positive thing and then have that thing now associate with you, with you, you will now get very positive attention as it relates to when people have this particular type of scent, hence cologne and uh, perfumes. And also perfumes and colognes, now the manufacturers of these companies, they know that scent is a very strong memory trigger. And they also know that they're able to sort of um, not force, but they are able to sort of influence people to having certain feelings, emotions, um, also thinking of certain things based on what they're smelling. And the science behind all this is what goes into certain types of perfumes and colognes. Knowing this as an individual, you put some uh, put some work into it, some due diligence, put some homework into it. You will not just, I don't recommend this necessarily just picking a clone. Oh, this one smells good to me. But understanding the psychology behind scents, picking a cologne that helps you stand out with the people that you're going to be around when you're wearing that particular uh, perfume or cologne. So there's always more to it than just the thing that we're talking about, right? So there's always more to it, right? So I want you guys to start thinking that way is thinking more creatively and outside the box and a little bit deeper than just the surface level things. And the cologne, the scent is a great example on how to train yourself to approach situations. It's more than what just meets the eye. There's there's definitely something behind it. And having more knowledge of that particular things will arm you as, um, you know, as, as being more of an, an expert and the more the expert you are, the more you can utilize all these resources and assets and tools around you to your advantage, hence all the, the sense, right? Um, certain other things that people do, it's like the staring contest. In order to be able to get someone's attention, they will awkwardly stare in silence until this individual feels so awkward that you, in fact, won their attention. 
Um, now, are there situations that call for something like that? Yeah, it could definitely work. Um, one example that I can see that perhaps this could work, you ever get the feeling, like the sense that someone is is looking at you, right? And so what sometimes people will do in a crowded room is leverage that in order to be able to draw the person's eyes to that individual. Now that then requires a step two because I won't, I don't recommend you awkwardly and very in a creepy fashion continuing to stare into the individual's eyes um, because now that you've won their attention, you have to actually now um, communicate in some other other way. But you know, staring in silence is definitely a tool that people have used and people have used them quite successfully. I don't think though it is something that is. Uh, uh, should be used in, in all situations. It's definitely for very specific situations. I myself, I've actually used it. Um, and I can say from experience, it does in fact work. Even you yourself can probably uh, be a testament to the fact that you ever feel someone looking at you, right? You can sense it for some, I don't know, it's the way God made us, right? And so it definitely uh, works. Uh, another way, sort of on li- in line with uh, sort of the, the cologne uh, perfume, is the way that you dress. You can get the attention of someone or those people around you by what you are wearing. Are you going to wear something that will help you stand out, differentiate yourself from everyone else in, in the in the room? Um, or is it going to be like a where, where's Waldo thing, right, where you look like everything and therefore you're not going to stand out? So what you are wearing, how you look – definitely is a tip, a technique, a strategy, a method for trying to get the attention of those around you. Think about when you're going on a job interview is you want to dress to impress. You want to dress in in such a way where it's going to uh, uh, sort of uh, show this individual something about you. So you are going to dress in a certain way. It's going to get their attention and they're going to naturally now think something uh, about you based on how you are are dressing. Think about celebrities. Celebrities, when they uh, uh, they they go down the, the red carpet, there we all know them, right? There are some celebrities that choose to differentiate themselves by by literally dressing in the most ridiculous costumes on the planet for um, any time. It doesn't matter if it's a black tie affair or not. And why are they doing this, right? They're doing this because they want to get attention. They want to get the media's attention. In this case, that's called earned media. Earned media in marketing world is free publicity. And these celebrities are probably being coached by someone to do something like this. And as a result of being ridiculous, they are dressing in this ridiculous costume. They get a lot of attention. A lot of the eyeballs are in them. A lot of the headlines feature their name and they get um, free publicity out of it. So that is definitely something that does work. And uh, um, it's not necessarily always my thing, but maybe it is your thing and that is absolutely fine. Um, Another thing that we're going to be talking about here, and now we're going to be sort of getting in line with some of my suggestions here and things that have worked over and over again, and it's timeless. And this is the, I used the the term economy earlier, right? We are definitely in what I think should be a thank you economy. And I think Gary Vaynerchuk is someone that really has coined, I don't know if he coined it, but he's definitely used it a lot. And he's right. In this sort of thank you economy, I think leading with gratitude in order to be able to get someone's attention is something that will work for you because you are acknowledging someone, you're acknowledging an effort that they've made, you're acknowledging some type of result that they've had, and you are 
or you're, you're acknowledging that they've done something for, for you and what you're doing is you're leading with gratitude. You're leading with thank you. Now, that goes a long way with getting that particular individual's attention in a world where a lot of people, though, it's about me, 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 me. If you can reverse the script on that and make it about them, making them the hero of that initial moment by thanking them, it will get their attention, which leads me to sort of part two of this. And this is sort of online with thanking them. But really now making the individual the hero of every single moment, regardless how about big or how small that moment may be, is I think first it's about acknowledging what the person is doing, not just now with a thank you, but simply talking to them, learning more about them. You, your intent is what? You want to be able to influence them to either make a decision or influence them to be able to get their attention, Right. One way that you could do that is earn the respect of that individual by giving them what? The attention first. Herein lies my greatest sort of skill, I think, and the probably one of the most valuable things I can teach you guys is if you want to get the attention of someone really important, make it about them first. Ask questions about them. And then your questions should be asked and your body language should be that where you are genuinely interested in only one thing and their answer in their story and making sure that you're framing all your questions so that they continue to be the hero in that mo- in that moment. If you are able to do this well, to develop the craft of having conversations centered around that individual, by default, think about this. What are you doing now? You are gaining their attention. Once that you gain their attention, you hold court with this individual. Now their attention is on you, even though the the story is about them, the narrative is about them, the dialogue is about them. You're still psychologically creating this moment where you're gaining the attention of that individual. Now, the the skill now is to be able to take this moment where, where this whole thing is about them, where you are genuinely taking interest into what they are talking about, and you are also pumping them up and acknowledging how wonderful it is and how great it is. Now, what you could do, here's where the skill is, is now you can circle yourself into that story, and now you can control the narrative of where it goes. And what you've done is, but you started off by genuinely making the moment about them. Now, it's not about tricking the individual to thinking the moment is about them. It's about, it's not about not genuinely feeling the moments about them. You have to believe it. So that's why before you do this is it's really about mindset is you have got to become an individual who genuinely takes interest in others first. I know this is going to be very hard for a lot of people because there's going to be a lot of you who say, oh, I'm already a humble person. I'm already doing this. I challenge you to actually really audit yourself and audit these moments and you'll see that you're really not 100% in on other people, genuinely. But I want your mindset to change to be that of someone who genuinely takes interest in other people's successes. It doesn't matter how great it is, doesn't matter how small it is, it doesn't matter whether or not what they're sharing with you impacts you, influences you, or actually adds any value to your life because you're you're going to be using this as a stepping stone later on because you see the value in the connection, right? You're the one who made the determination. I need this person's attention. 
They are important to me. Well, if they're important to you, then you need to have them feel that whatever it is that they are talking about is important now to you as well. And you've got to change your mind in order to be able to convince other people that it is. And the thing is, you're not going to be able to lie your way through it. So you are going to have to change your mindset into genuinely wanting this, wanting to take interest in other people. You know, my wife, there's an ongoing joke in in my family is that it doesn't matter where we are. If we are at the grocery store is I'm asking questions about this, the individual who's even just checking us out. And by the time we start the checkout and end the checkout, I know everything. My, my, my wife says, I know everything about them. Now, do I know everything about them? No. But I'm genuinely taking interest in this other person because maybe that moment, I don't need their 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 help in a, in a very serious way, right? But I don't know how this person maybe could impact my life later on. And by now early on in this relationship, I'm getting the attention of the individual individual by taking interest in them, into their story. Um, first of all, I'm gaining knowledge of this individual. And secondly, I'm gaining their respect. Trust equals transaction. If you've been with me in this Don't Fear Grit journey now for the past several years, you heard me say that a lot. Trust equals transaction, not the other way around. That is is so true. I'm trying to give you a great example of this, and that's how it works, is you want people to give you their attention, you're gonna have to get them to trust you. And you can get them to trust you very, very quickly by telling your mind, I'm interested in this person. Whatever it is they're they're doing, I see value and I see that as important. And I'm going to communicate that both in how I'm physically responding and audibly responding in such a way where they understand I think it's important regardless of how big or small it is. Because oftentimes what people do is they will see a person and want their attention for them because I I need you to buy something for me or I need you to pick this up and take it over here, right? I need you to perform a task for me. That's all they can see is what, what you can do for me, right? But what I'm suggesting, invest in the individual so that they trust you. There's a relationship there. Invest into learning about them where your intent is not getting at first, but giving of your attention first, which is the very thing that you're requiring of them. You do that first. Trust me, you're gonna have their attention for a whole lot longer even than what you need because you're gonna get it in that moment and the moments thereafter because they're gonna become loyal to you. They're gonna trust you. And this way, when you do come to them with the important ask, they're gonna be the first ones to be very quick to be there for you. So that's, I think, the greatest secret is that I can reveal to you guys, and it might not be a secret at all, but it's definitely not something that everyone's willing to put a lot of time and effort into because most people are about me, 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 right? So, but what I am suggesting is in every single moment, take interest in other people's lives, ask them questions about them, even if it doesn't benefit you on the front end. But also train your mind to genuinely be interested in that person. Genuinely be interested in that person. This is something that I have practiced myself for a very, very long time. And you know what? It doesn't matter if it's someone has an interest in a sport that it's maybe not my favorite sport. I'm going to be genuinely interested in what they have to say and in their passion for it. I'm going to find something in this individual's story that I'm going to latch onto and and just be so passionate about this. You know, and I've had people actually share this with me when I'm talking with them. They're like, there's no way that you are this passionate into what I'm saying. And I'd be like, I 100% in fact. And then I ask more questions to learn a little bit more because I've trained my mind to be interested in others. 
That's how what I want. That's how I navigate life. And it doesn't matter if it's a person at the grocery store checking me out, a family member, a client. I will be so into whatever it is that person is into and interested into the story and making sure that they are the centerpiece and the hero of that moment because I want to earn their respect to the point where now, now I've got your attention because I've earned it. Once I earn their attention versus stealing their attention, they are loyal and they will be able to be influenced now about what I have got to say. It's going to be so much easier. This is why you see a lot of other people who are maybe able to climb the corporate ladder a lot faster, get the girl a lot, you know, faster than the other person, or maybe they're in sales and they're just able to just kill it with sales and then re- rewarded with upper management stuff because they understand this philosophy. They've made these personal connections with other people and invested their time into doing this. Remember, time, talent, treasure, treasure. These are the three big T's in life that we need to understand. We need to understand that there's three valuable things. There's time, there's value there. There's talent, there's value there. And there's treasure, there's value there as well. It's not just treasure. It's not just money where there's value. We've got to understand three T's, guys. I could talk about this subject for such a long time, but this was on my heart. I, you know, I've really recently been sort of sharing this with other people as well. I'm like, you know, I want to share this with all of you guys. Um, I love this community. I'm like, I want to gift this to you guys. So I'm curious if you guys have had similar situations where you've developed a certain technique in order to be able to get people's attention, I'd love for you to share it with, with me, just like I've been sharing stuff with you guys as well. Find me anywhere you can find Don't Fear Grit, whether it be podcast or online social, like you know Instagram or, or YouTube. Find us, subscribe, share it with other people, grow the community, guys, because the tide rises for all ships. Remember, don't fear the process and don't fear grit. Take care.